0: We are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We have so much to get into today. The men's national championship basketball game was last night. Sam Darnold has been traded. And there are some athletes in trouble. Webb, are you ready for today's show?
1: Yeah, I'm always ready. We took a little break, so I'm itching.
0: That's not from the break, buddy. That's season. See a doctor. Okay. <laughs> To end the show, Web and I are also gonna do a little draft preview for everybody. We are gonna go over every team in the NFL and say what their biggest needs are going into the draft. I'm sure Webb's list is terrible. Mine is accurate as always. Oh shut up. Webb, I'm gonna let I'm gonna start with the NCAA tournament. This was your baby. You loved it. The game was last night. It was supremely disappointing. Baylor beat the brakes off Gonzaga 86-70. The game never felt that close. Tell me your thoughts about the game. What do you think about this? What did you think about the tournament as a whole and about the winner?
1: Uh, Okay, so the tournament as a whole it was alright. Um, I mean, two number, two number one seeds ended up playing each other in the finals. The team that went undefeated the entire season still ended up Winning, sorry, winning a very close game in the final four and still made it to the finals. So uh, it was all right. I wasn't as um, engaged as, as, as I normally am. am. Um, although UCLA's run was really, really captivating. So that I think kept me engaged, but um, Gonzaga beat, beat up a lot of their opponents. Baylor, same thing. Um, so I thought it was all right. Like, I'm glad that we got to have a tournament, so I'm I'm thankful for that, you know, as opposed to last year when everything was just getting shut down. Um the finals was a snooze fest. As you alluded to, I was shocked when when Baylor jumped out to like six, a 16 4 lead early on. And uh yeah, it just didn't have me very captivated. But um it's good to see a team like Baylor win. Um because I think that's a better storyline. I think that allows for more excitement next year. Like this is Baylor's first uh, first national title, and they knocked off the undefeated team. It was kind of like, sort of like the Giants over the Patriots. Uh, kind of.
0: No, I don't think it is because Gonzaga isn't evil and full of cheaters. It's a little <laughs> different there, but
1: yeah, and and the Pats had the history of winning. Gonzaga doesn't have that same dynasty. Uh, dynastic kind of feel.
0: So I am actually mad at myself for this tournament, by the way, because remember when this started, I kept saying Gonzaga is going to choke. They're known for choking. All they do is choke. And after the UCLA victory, I was like, damn, Gonzaga is not going to choke this away. They are going to beat Baylor and win the title. And of course they choked. And I am furious at myself for not going with my original thought that they were going to (laughs) choke.
1: After that win against u c l a when u c l a seemed like uh they couldn't be stopped, I don't blame you for for going Gonzaa um a lot of analysts were like, you know like momentum is one of the things that really propels you through this tournament and um yeah i was I was shocked to see Gonzaga get like destroyed the way they did. I thought it was gonna be a lot tighter,
0: but Baylor really surprised me. They came out just so they were on fire. Played amazing defense. They, it seemed like they didn't miss a shot for the first 15 minutes of the game. It was incredible, their pace. I was shocked with how well they played that game. I thought Gonzaga was going to outscore them outpass them and that Baylor's pressure wasn't going to work, and I was totally wrong.
1: Yeah, I still think that Gonzaga had the best starting lineup uh, in the country, but Baylor just came out with such uh, such energy, and they were just relentless, and they were just knocking down threes Um, and it's fun to see this kind of team win like I I, like we spoke about it before like the Dukes the Kentuckys Duke didn't even make the tournament but like Kentucky Kentucky neither but um, those big powerhouse teams like even Kansas was out pretty early Um, team that I thought that was going to do well Illinois was out pretty damn early uh, as well as Ohio State that I had winning in one of my brackets so um, it's good to see
0: We should give Baylor some credit. They are only the second Texas team ever to win the title. So pretty impressive by them. Nice. What do you think this... Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say Indiana still remains that only team to go perfect for the regular season and uh, the tournament. Or they're the most recent one to do it.
0: Yeah. What do you think this does to Sugg's draft stock? After the UCLA game, there were talks that he would be the number two pick that he might challenge Cade Cunningham for number one. Do you think this hurts him a little bit?
1: No, I don't think the the tournament can really hurt you. Like, okay, I get it. Like, maybe you can go from the final four being, sorry, in the final four, maybe you're like a top three, top two prospect on some draft boards, and then after the, the championship game, you drop a little bit. But I don't really consider that dropping if it's within a couple of days. So... I don't think, I think the tournament only helped his stock. Um, I don't think it really hurt him. I don't know if I'd take him that early. I think there are a number of other prospects I would take early. Um, I don't really look at the, the tournament as for me, if I didn't have you on my draft board in the top five or so, there's no way this tournament makes me just sort of catapult you into the top five, unless you were hovering around like seven, six, seven, eight around there. But if you weren't in, if you weren't a lottery pick to me or anything like that, like I'm not going to throw you into top, into top three, top four, top five.
0: So your criticism for me all the time is I am a prisoner of the moment. I liked it myself and you've turned it into a negative because you are a bad person. But (laughs) I'm telling you, after that UCLA game, I was like, Jalen Suggs is the truth. Kate Cunningham sucks. And I was 100% in. I was all in on Suggs.
1: That sounds about right.
0: He did what Gordon Hayward failed to do. And I was all in. And then I watched this game. And his numbers aren't bad. But I watched the game and his numbers were not what they seemed. He got 22 points, but they weren't really 22 points. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I I, I get what you're saying. I'm not... Like, I don't know, man. Like, first of all, this whole thing is a crapshoot. Like, for me, Cade Cunningham should be, and for a lot of people, Cade Cunningham is the, you know, the prohibitive number one, and I think he still should be. Uh, but after that, I think it's a crapshoot, man. Like, and I think we've seen over the years that number two is hard to predict and number three is hard to predict, and often it doesn't pay off and um, or pays off a lot later. So I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I wouldn't jump and take any Gonzaga player in my top three based off this tournament. And same thing goes for Butler. Baylor, I mean, Baylor sorry. <laughs> I like I like Jared Butler. Um but, but the same thing goes with Baylor. Um nothing I've seen makes me jump or, or makes me want to throw these guys into top 3 just yet.
0: There there's one thing I will say about Baylor. Uh Thamba, I want him on my NBA team. That guy's intensity is amazing. I'm not sure he's ever going to be even a <laughs> the fifth man on a team, but I want him somewhere on my team because he is intense. I love the intensity he brings. He's impressive.
1: Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting to see where some of these guys, where some of these guys go because I don't know. It's just a crapshoot, man. Like it's just, you just never know how these guys are going to develop. And on top of that, the teams where they will fall to obviously dictate um, how they fare in the league. I was thinking about it today. If you look at a guy like THT, and I'm I'm a big Laker fan,
0: but no, not you.
1: Yeah, shocker. I'm gonna I'm gonna break some news here. Um, THT, a guy who's drafted in the second round, uh, he's gotten a lot more buzz as a second rounder in his second year than a lot of these first year players, and that's because he's on the Lakers, biggest market or whatever, second biggest market if you want to say after New York. And um, the injuries also helped, but, and also his play, his performance as well. So sometimes like it's, you know, you don't know how this thing's going to shake out. Like you have a lot of guys who did well last year, like Tyrese Maxey, good player last year in Kentucky. You don't hear about him. Cole Anthony, who I thought was a really good player on, on North Carolina, got hurt. And he's also on Orlando. When you go to these places, teams that are really good and you're buried in depth chart or teams that are not good at all. Um... It's just it, it sucks. So that's another thing that you have to consider as well. Like, do you want to yep. play for Minnesota or, D, or 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 Detroit or Orlando or one of these trash teams? Very true. Yeah,
0: makes sense. Uh, I think Rachel Nichols has a thing where ten percent of the league will be good anywhere, ten percent will be bad anywhere, and the other eighty, it's all about a fit, which I think is probably accurate for the, what the NBA is at this point.
1: Yeah, that's a good that's a good rule of thumb. I really don't know how it's going to, but yeah, some guys like Carl Towns, um, you know, Joel Embiid, those guys, Jason Tatum, no matter where they dropped, um, they're going to be good just anywhere. Then you got a guy like Wiggins, who wasn't really a fan of, but ended up in, in Cleveland and then traded to Minnesota before he even got to play. And now he's a role player on Golden State.
0: I I want to move on, but I really want to credit LeBron for that shade he threw Andrew Wiggins in that letter about him coming (laughs) back to Cleveland where he did not mention Andrew Wiggins. I was really impressed with that shade. It's quality. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's LeBron for you. Okay. There was some news in the NFL. Sam Darnold of the New York Jets, the former number three overall pick, has been traded to the Carolina Panthers. The compensation is a sixth-round pick this year. And next year, a second and fourth round pick. Carolina has already announced they are picking up his fifth year option as well. Webb, do you like this move for the Panthers or the Jets? Uh, to answer your question, um, I
1: love the, I love the move for, for both teams. Um, I think it's great for Carolina. They have the number eight pick. They could have gone, they could have gotten a quarterback and, um, they got their quarterback but they still have the number eight pick and I'm not really a huge Sam Darnold fan, but I think he's, I think he's definitely an upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater as he is right now, as Teddy Bridgewater is right now, uh, younger, um, more potential and, uh, you know, it still gives the, the Panthers a lot of flexibility with a top eight pick and, um, the Jets as well, don't have that, Uncertainty anymore. We know now they're gonna go after uh after a quarterback 100 percent with Sam Darnold gone. Joe Douglas just came out and said uh he pretty much said it without saying it. So I like it for He's, both yeah, teams he said actually. it. He came out
0: and said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I love this move for the Panthers. I think it was dumb for the Jets. So I am a huge, gigantic Sam Darnold guy. I loved him coming out of college. I thought Adam Gase was the worst coach in the NFL and the worst the worst coach in like 15 years. He's been trash. Everyone that leaves the Jets gets better and everyone that goes to the Jets gets worse. Sam Darnold's 23 years old. We have not seen what he actually is yet because he had nothing. There was no receivers. Le'Veon Bell was washed up. Like, he had nothing to work with. And they moved on because of the number two pick. What the Jets should have done is traded that number two pick for a boatload of picks and built around Sam Darnold the way they should have. I get it. it. makes sense to move on, restart the draft, uh, the money clock, get a new quarterback, fine. But Sam Darnold is going to be really good in Carolina. Really, really good. He has weapons now. Christian McCaffrey is the best pass-catching running back in the league, if he's healthy. He's got receivers. They have half an offensive line. They can use that never pick to get a left tackle and finish building that line like I love what Carolina's doing. It makes so much sense, and of course, the Jets did something stupid because the Jets always do something stupid.
1: I uh, I like it. I like it for both. Um, I think it's great for Carolina for all the reasons that I mentioned, and I just think Darnold's an upgrade over um, over Teddy B.
0: So I am also the world's biggest Teddy B. fan, and I forgot that Teddy was on the Jets when Sam got there. And this is the second time he's been pushed out for Sam Darnold. That's got to be terrible. But let me ask you a question. What are the most touchdowns Teddy Bridgewater has ever thrown in a season? What's your guess here?
1: It's going to be somewhere in the low double digits, like uh, 14.
0: It's 15.
1: 15,
0: okay. I thought 23 at the minimum. I was shocked at this number, that he's only thrown 15 touchdowns in a year. This is insane to me. I'm
1: not I'm not that shocked by it because
0: I remember that he usually is a guy that throws a
1: touchdown, zero interceptions, or he'll go one and one. But he doesn't really have many games when he has multiple touchdowns. Maybe he'll have a game, a couple games where he throws two touchdowns. But I haven't really seen him with a three touchdown, four touchdown game. And um if he does have one of those games, he gets hurt a lot too. So I suppose if he played a lot more he probably would have had that 23 touchdown year but
0: uh, so it's a, it's
1: a mix i think
0: for the vikings in 2015 he had 16 starts he threw 14 touchdowns nine interceptions Ugh. and last year for carolina he had 15 starts 15 touchdowns 11 interceptions
1: why did i think that he got hurt more than he did last year uh,
0: i don't know he, he played most of last year just carolina was so terrible no one watched the games that
1: sucks like
0: yeah like So I'm not
1: that surprised by the number, um, but I am surprised by the
0: games that he played. I watch Teddy Bridgewater, and I think he's good at football. And then I see these numbers, and I'm like, maybe it's just me. Because there's something missing here, where every team that has him thinks he's not good. This has been continuously having a Teddy Bridgewater. And I think I was wrong, because going by these numbers, he's clearly not an NFL starter anymore. He's just not. He's a great backup, but he's not a starter anymore.
1: Like Teddy B, I think we want him to succeed because of the injury that happened, because he seems to be a nice guy. And, yeah, that's I root uh, for him. I yeah. want him to
0: succeed, yeah.
1: I, I, I don't think he's a bad player. I just, I just think that if he's your starting quarterback, as a GM, you're always looking for a franchise quarterback outside.
0: Yeah, I think he is basically... He's just a great backup. He's a guy that can come in for four games and not kill you. But if yeah. he's starting 16, you're not making the playoffs. That's what he is.
1: Yeah. And he's, he's and he's a guy that um probably just doesn't lose a game for you. I don't know if he wins a game for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, Webb, there are some athletes in trouble this week. Some very serious trouble. But we're going to start with your favorite NBA player. Kevin Durant was fined $50,000 for, quote, Offensive and derogatory language that he texted, he tweeted to Michael Rappaport. Durant had quite possibly the worst apology I've ever seen from an athlete. He said, I'm sorry that people seen that language I used. That's not really what I want people to see and hear from me. But hopefully I can move past it and get back there out there on the floor. Web defender boy.
1: Yeah, that has to be the worst apology I've ever seen. In my life. Oh,
0: Sorry, before that, we should say him and Michael Rappaport, the messages, I didn't want to get into it too much. He insulted Michael Rapport. He threatened to fight him. He brought up Michael rapaport's wife. He made some homophobic comments to him. There was a lot in these messages, just, for, just so the listeners know what was going on.
1: Yeah, and he also uh, talked about Michael Rappaport not having a lot of money, which I thought was pretty pretty tasteless. On KD's part. So, so,
0: are you more mad at KD for t- for saying these things, or Michael Rapport for leaking these things?
1: I'm more mad at KD for saying it because. Disagree. Because, uh, well, for one, like Michael Rapport went on uh, Undisputed yesterday to talk this whole talk about this whole thing after, after the whole you know, KD getting fined 50k and. And, you know, the media talking about it and all that stuff. So I'm not like, I'm not cool with Michael Rappaport leaking the text. uh, But I'm a little bit more upset with Katie saying what he said. Because one, Michael Rappaport came out and said that him and Katie are not friends. They're not cool like that to even be, for him to be saying that stuff to him. And uh, two, um, it it didn't need to get that serious. Um, I love KD the player, but the person, I don't know, man, like he's, he just seems like, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of blemishes on, on, on stuff that he's done. And, so, um, yeah, go ahead.
0: I didn't see the undisputed thing. I just saw a clip where he said, Michael Rappaport cried on undisputed. So I chose not to watch that.
1: Oh, that was, that was fake. He was, he was faking it. He started oh, okay. off. Okay. Yeah. He's, he started off the clip. Like, oh, people are coming at me. People are coming for me. And then he's, and then he, at the end, he was like, yeah, I, I couldn't care less about people on social media. So like for 30 seconds, he was crying and I thought it was real too. But then like, he, 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 he starts kind of laughing at the end and goes back to, you know, the Michael Rappaport that, you know.
0: So my issue here is I am not surprised by this at all. What KD said to him, I It sounds like some things KD would say. My issue is, so that you just said that Rappaport said that him and KD aren't close. That kind of changes how I feel. Because KD made it seem like they were friends. That they joke around like this all the time. If that isn't the case, then this changes for me. But if that's how they talk all the time, and Rappaport now chooses to leak it, I think it's super soft by him. But if they're not friends, then KD should never have done this, and it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that's the initially the way that the messages, um, what it seemed to indicate when Katie was like, Man, I can't believe you did this. Like, you know, I wasn't actually gonna fight you, I wasn't actually this and that. It seemed like, Yeah, this is just like banter they engage in or whatever. But Rappaport said that, um, I think they met one time to talk business and it, it just didn't end up working out. He said they're not friends, they don't hang out, nothing like that. Um, and he said, also, so another thing that that he said is that he engages with a lot of people, whether it's celebrities or just you know average Joe on 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 social media. And he said he does a lot of of screenshotting and 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 releasing uh, the chat. So I'm not saying that's good, but I'm just saying that him doing this KD thing isn't out of character from Michael Rapaport. Like apparently he's done it on a number of occasions. Like he's gotten into disputes or or arguments online with people and he's done it before i guess just with the nature of what katie said it just was a lot worse um and yeah so so yeah i'm not really cool with 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 what katie said i think katie took it a little far um and the whole like it didn't sound like he was joking but again i didn't have the context to know what the relationship was like it just didn't sound like yeah like katie went too
0: he went too far for sure but Rappaport has this, like, image as a tough guy, like a no-nonsense New York kind of guy talking smack to everybody. I will not respect him as much as I used to. (laughs) 100%. I don't like snitching in general. I challenge you to a fight every day via text. That happens every day with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have been a coward for years, refusing to fight me. (laughs) And uh, it is what it is. That's all I'm saying.
1: It's a a tough situation because... I don't think Rappaport should've leaked it at all or, yeah. or put it out there at all. Like I don't. But it's like one of those things once you see it once you see it, uh, it's hard to unsee it. But I don't know. I think people are gonna be very careful with what <laughs> with what they tell Rappaport now. And sure. uh You'd be snitching. Yeah, it's just it's 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 not um it's not something that I would wanna follow my name as a celebrity, like being almost like a D'Angelo Russell kind of situation. But, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. I think our statement is Durant should not have said it. We gave him no pass. But Ravport also should not have leaked it. That's and all. Durant
1: and KD should have come up with a better apology. That wasn't an apology. That 100% was
0: not an apology. <laughs> that's the third thing. That's why I think he talks like that. that. That's why I'm not surprised. That apology means I don't care. I'm going to do it again. Fifty yeah. grand is not anything to me. <laughs> that's what that says to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Okay, so... There is another person that got in trouble for something they tweeted out. Carlton Davis, a cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, tweeted out an anti-Asian slur. He said, gotta stop letting these slur in Miami. He apologized and said he thought the word meant lame. I did not quote, I did not realize it has a much darker negative connotation. I have learned a valuable lesson and want to apologize to anyone that was offended. End quote. What do you think should happen to Carlton Davis?
1: Um, fine as well, or whatever. I don't, you know. I honestly don't really. Um, I don't think the ignorance of the law, like I'll just say that in quotations, defense should uh, be a, an out for him. Um, whether whether the word that he uses, whether that word that the the slur that he used is used differently um in his circle that, that that's no excuse so uh, i think i think whatever's coming to him he deserves that's really stupid what he said and and i'm not really it's it, it, it it's a well-known enough thing that he should have known that or he should he should have just been a little bit more careful in what he was saying
0: it reminds me a hundred percent of what myers leonard just did myers leonard did the same thing he said something about you uh about an anti slur then said after, oh, I didn't know that's what it meant. And then Miami was like, you know what? Get the hell out of town. Traded in Oklahoma City. And then he was cut basically immediately after that.
1: Mm-hmm. But the difference is Myers Leonard is Myers Leonard in terms of who he is <laughs> as a player. And Carlton Davis just really helped. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. It's the caliber of player that's going to save Carlton Davis. in this. Yeah.
0: My next note was, I don't think this happens with Davis. Yeah, no. I think that... Nothing will happen to him. I think he's learned his lesson. I hope he has. And that apology did seem sincere, which was good. Although I would have liked him not to say I didn't know what the word meant. Just say I'm sorry. I shouldn't have used it. Don't I don't like the I didn't know excuse. Just say I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done it.
1: Yeah. Like he had, his initial response was almost in a Katie vein. Like it didn't really sound like an apology. And then he quickly yeah. cleaned up what he said with the boilerplate you know, cliche um, PR statement that he put out afterwards.
0: Yeah, I agree. So. Okay. Now we're into some much more serious allegations. Jeff Gladney, a cornerback for the Minnesota Vikings. He was a first round pick last year, started 15 games for them. Uh, turned himself in for third degree fel- felony, family violence, assault. He posted a $10,000 bond. He faces up to two year two to 10 years in prison. If convicted, I don't want to say what he did, but I would suggest everyone go out there and read up what the charges are. They are extremely serious, and if true, disgraceful, and I think would he should never play a down in the NFL again. If what he's being accused of is true, that's all I'll say about that.
1: Yep, yeah, I agree with you, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's really bad. I hope I hope the charges are wrong, but they seem very very serious and. It's sad because I wrote it for him coming out of college. It's too bad. Yeah.
1: And and I just for clarity, I think Coop was saying he hopes the charges are wrong just because he doesn't want someone to go through like a victim. Oh, for to, sure, to, yeah, yeah. Like
0: that. For sure. A hundred percent. It's more for the woman that was assaulted, not for him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the elephant in the room. Sean Watson has been he has twenty two women who have come forward. Alleging sexual harassment or assault. Uh, Two of them had a press conference today. They said, I'm going to read some quotes. Every boundary from professional and therapeutic to sexual and degrading, you crossed. Another said, my hands shake when I place them on a client. And I have to cut the session short. If you only knew how heartbreaking that is for me. And I'm suffering through panic attacks and am in therapy. And they have provided statements to the police. I think the situation has gotten much more serious for Deshaun Watson. This is really tough stuff to listen to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's I don't know what's gonna happen with this whole situation. It seems like every week, um kind of getting new information or additional information. Uh so we'll see how it plays out in terms of the league response and, and yeah, just, just what comes forward.
0: I think the league is gonna have to make a statement soon. The police are investigating, so hopefully we get some more answers very soon. Because if true, these are all very disturbing claims and accusations. Very, yeah. very disturbing.
1: Very troubling, and
0: yeah, yeah, uh, it's tough to hear. I uh, Deshaun, it seems, needs to get some help because these are all very serious allegations, and it's twenty-two people that are saying these things. That's really, it's really hard. to really hard to listen to.
1: Yeah, for sure. Not what I expected
0: at all. No, not at all. Okay, now we're done with that topic. segment. we can get to something a little more fun. NFL draft team needs. So how Webb and I have broken this up, we are going to go in the original draft order. So, for example, Jacksonville won, the Jets two, and Houston originally was the number three pick. They don't hold the number three pick anymore, but that's the best way for us to do this so it's less confusing for us. Webb, are you ready for this? let
1: do it, man. I can't wait to hear who you think, or sorry, the need that you think Jacksonville has to fill at the number one spot.
0: Can't wait. So Jacksonville, number one, Jacksonville is up. I have their biggest needs being quarterback, offensive tackle, and tight end, but of course they're going to go quarterback.
1: Yeah, I have their needs as a quarterback, tight end as well, and then uh, they could beef up the second secondary.
0: Okay. So we agree mostly there. Uh at Jacksonville, they need to build around Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. If they don't do it, he's gonna fail and that would be terrible. For sure. Okay, the New York Jets are picking second. I have their needs being quarterback, tight end, and running back. Do you disagree with me, Webb? I don't say I
1: disagree, but I have additional positions as well. Um so I agree with you. So what I have is quarterback uh, running back, and they could shore up the offensive line and um, also add to the secondary.
0: I think the secondary needs a lot of work for sure. The Jets are just a mess. They need help everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they need help everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the number three pick is for Houston. So this pick went from Houston to Miami in the Laramie Tunsil trade, and then San Fran traded for it. So Houston's actual first pick is number 67 in this draft. Nice. Webb, what do you have for Houston's needs?
1: Uh, Across the board, they have so many needs. Um, (laughs) They do. Yeah, but I have, you know, they have, I think they can shore up the offensive line, um, the secondary, and even some of the the, uh, receivers as well.
0: So I have it as the receivers, quarterback, And defensive end.
1: Why do you have quarterback?
0: I think after what I heard today, I think there is a very serious chance Deshaun Watson is not on Houston anymore or not in the league next season. I would not be shocked if a suspension was coming. And I like Teron Taylor quite a bit, but I am not sure he is the guy to build long-term for. Well, I think the suspension
1: is definitely coming. I think that.
0: I I like a guy named Kellen Mond in the draft quite a bit. He plays at Texas A&M. I think he'd be a very fun guy to build around. In the second round, he should be available, but I'm just very unsure of Deshaun Watson's future, so I, I think a quarterback could be in play. The wide receiver situation there is not good. Brandon Cook's unreliable. Randall Cobb, eh. Kiki Kuti, I have my doubts about. And they lost JJ Watt. They need some They need some edge help. They have nothing, really.
1: Well, I'm putting you on the spot. You know that Houston's not going to have this pick. Um... What do you see as the needs are for San Francisco?
0: So San Francisco, I have at 12, but we'll do that now if you want. Uh, I love Jimmy okay. Garoppolo, but it is apparent they do not want to move on. They're moving on from him. So I have San Fran going for cornerback, quarterback, cornerback, and safety. Okay. Yes, I like Jimmy G, but his injury history has proven him unreliable. So they have to move on.
1: And also, uh, you know, for the listeners, we've always, we've been saying this entire season, that Deshaun Watson had no leverage. This was
0: pre-allegations. <laughs> Penny Webb is back. I love it.
1: Oh, yeah. The only reason why Coop is – it seems like he's changing his tune, even though he's not, um, is because of the allegations that went down today and that that he doesn't think that uh, Deshaun – or he thinks that Deshaun potentially may not play next season. Not that he's going to be
0: traded. Um, oh, 100%, yeah. He's yeah. not going to play for someone else. I don't think there's a chance he doesn't play at all. Is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, it's totally different. He won't get traded and he might not play for Houston for different reasons than him sitting out. Yeah. Okay, number four is Atlanta. Atlanta is very interesting. What do you have as their main team needs, Webb?
1: So, uh, I have their main team needs is, uh, in no order, running back, center, guard, uh, safety, and edge defender. I think the... The whole team? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, but I think the most pressing, and especially around this portion of the draft, being so early, I think they should go for someone, uh, a defender, an edge defender. So that's who I think they should go with.
0: So I have their needs being linebacker, cornerback, and running back. I think there is almost a 0% chance they pick fourth. They're already getting phone calls to trade out of the fourth pick for someone wanting that fourth quarterback. I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to be off this pick and move down to like nine and trade with Denver. That's my guess. Something like that. Yeah, I found that right. Yeah. Atlanta could be really good next year. I still think it's a good team.
1: Yeah, every year I think this team has the potential, but I have to see what they do, man. Like, wasn't impressed with their offseason so far.
0: Very fair. Okay, Cincinnati at five. I have their needs being offensive tackle, wide receiver, and tight end. Webb, do you disagree with me at all, you scumbag?
1: Did you say wide receiver as one of the needs? I did. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. I'd like, I, don't, I wouldn't have wide receiver as one of their needs necessarily. I only had two needs for them. Uh, that was uh, a guard. They need to shore up the offensive line. That's one of the reasons why Joe Burrow is, is hurt right now. And a linebacker as well. And, and, and I, I wouldn't be mad if they um,
0: if they short up the secondary as well. Get a corner. So for Cincinnati, I thought about this for a long time. Tyler Boyd is best in the slot. I'm not sure he's an outside receiver.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: T. Higgins is a very good outside receiver. Odd Tate, I could take him or leave him. I think at the fifth pick, they either improve the left tackle situation and move Jonah Williams to left guard and put Sewell at the left tackle or they go Lamar Chase, sorry, Jamar Chase from LSU, or Devontae Smith from Alabama. Giving them some options and having Joe Burrow weapons makes a lot of sense to me. I see no way this pick is on defense. They have to give Joe Burrow help.
1: Yeah, and and, and I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying, like, if they... I, well, sorry. I do have a problem with that. I don't think they should take a receiver this early. It's a deep receiver draft, and... I have no problem uh, improving the offensive line. I think I'd much rather that than taking a receiver.
0: Sorry, I should have mentioned, I would be okay with Kyle Pitts as well because he's a dynamic tight end. He's in the Darren Waller, Kelsey mode where they're the team's number one receiver. That makes sense to me too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that too.
0: Okay, Philadelphia is picking at six. Well, they were. They're now picking at 12. They traded with Miami. So for Philadelphia, who do you have? as their biggest needs secondary
1: that th- th- their corners are trash and uh they also need a linebacker those are the biggest needs i need for that i see for them uh also they need receivers and they need to sort of uh make their offensive line younger
0: so they need help everywhere Is what you're saying
1: yeah but i put i put the most pressing as uh corner uh linebacker and receiver
0: only three. So I have it wide receiver, cornerback, and cornerback again. Okay. Greg Ward is not a number two receiver. Travis Fulgham is not a number three receiver. They need help everywhere. They drafted J.J. J. Arcega-Whiteside out of Stanford in the second round a few years ago. He hasn't developed. Jalen Rager looks pretty good as a first-round pick last year, but they need help big time there. And their corner situation is dreadful. My boy Darius Slay is not producing like I thought he would. <gasps> they signed anthony harris at safety which is a good move but they need help everywhere back there
1: yeah this team uh
0: is trash real bad real real bad okay detroit is up next i have detroit's needs at wide receiver ot and cornerback
1: interesting i have their needs as wide receiver cornerback guard so, same thing. Offensive, offensive lines. And,
0: yeah, Jared Goff needs help. He's not the kind of quarterback who can win by himself. He needs everything to be good around him. And Detroit does not have that right now.
1: My, The caveat to what I'm saying is, to be honest, I'd rather they take a corner here than a receiver. I'm going to be honest. It's the receiver pool so deep. And I know they... have lost uh Kenny Valade and they really don't have anyone but I think they can get I mean unless there's someone just staring at them on the on the board like Chase uh maybe they can hold off but we'll see we'll see what they do pretty interesting
0: okay Carolina I have their biggest need finding a trophy case to put that Super Bowl that Sam Darnold's going to win them <laughs> <laughs> Okay, actually, I have Carolina's needs being offensive tackle, tight end, and cornerback. What do you think about Carolina?
1: Uh, I have the needs as uh, guard, cornerback, safety, and uh, interior defensive lineman.
0: I kind of like their defensive interior, but you are a hater. That's fine. I, to be honest, I think their
1: pressing the most pressing need again is uh, is corner. But um, I also wouldn't be mad if they took like a dynamic receiver i know they have robbie anderson and dj moore and all that stuff but wouldn't hate it with the with the darnold um the darnold signing but it's probably better to protect darnold on the offensive line than get a receiver so yeah
0: they went all defense last draft as well yeah so yeah, i think it's time to get some offensive players that is true okay Denver's up next i thought about denver for a long time i have their needs at linebacker offensive guard and cornerback sorry quarterback I am not sold on Drew Locke.
1: That's pretty good, actually. I should add quarterback to my list. I have the needs <laughs> as linebacker
0: yeah. and running back. You don't like Melvin Gordon anymore? Uh, I do, just not as a number one. Your hatred of Melvin Gordon is so—it's so baked into your character. I find it disqualifying. <laughs> Ooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Melvin Gordon just fine. I just don't—I <laughs> just
0: don't like him as a number one uh, running back. I think him and Royce Freeman are a good one two punch, but uh Webb is a hater. That's what it, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, good luck with that. My <laughs> I don't know. My thing is, uh if Patton doesn't hit this uh quarterback out the park, I don't know. I don't know what happens to Denver. I think that Denver has such good pieces on this team except for the quarterback, they should be fighting for a playoff spot.
0: Yeah, I agree that they should be good, but like they took two receivers in the first and second round last year, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler, who I like quite a bit. I like both those guys quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But if they don't develop, and if Cortland Sutton is hurt again, then Drew Locke is just doomed. I think... I liked him coming out of Missouri quite a bit. I thought he had a strong arm, good upside, but nothing has been together for him at all basically like no one's been healthy for him so we haven't actually seen how good he can be if it was me i would give him another year and see if everyone can stay healthy but i think Patton may want to move on and start the clock again
1: yeah i'm good i'm good either way if they i just want to make sure that this is their guy if they take a quarterback this has to be their guy for the next
0: four years or so yeah. Okay, Dallas is picking at ten. What do you have for Dallas's needs?
1: Number one need for Dallas, secondary improvement. So corner, and I have them needing uh upgrades on the offensive line. Center guard.
0: So I have cornerback as their number one need as well. And then I went offensive tackle, I agree with you, because Tyron Smith just he can't be healthy anymore. Yeah. So what are you doing? And then defensive end. Because Demarcus Lawrence has been terrible since getting paid. and (laughs) I predicted. Yeah, so I have stolen that from you. You have always hated players that got paid any money. I think it's because you just don't like seeing people get paid. You just hate people's success. But you are 100% accurate. Whenever someone in football gets paid, they're never as good. Never. 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 It's ridiculous. Wait, did Mahomes get paid before the Super Bowl or after the Super Bowl? It was before, right?
1: Yeah. It wasn't during COVID. Yes, it was. It was It was after the Super Bowl. It was during COVID.
0: No, but after he won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. He got he won a Super Bowl, they paid him, and then he lost the Super Bowl. Coincidence? Yeah. I think not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the New York Giants are up next. I have their needs mostly being interior uh, offensive line guard and center and then I wouldn't hate uh a linebacker that's a rusher because I do not believe in the guy they have right now so
1: I I love what the Giants have done so far this season I think they paid Galladay a little bit more than they should have but I like the aggressive move so I think I have their needs as uh, uh offensive line like guard position linebacker as well and edge defender
0: I just yeah Lorenzo Carter, the name blanked me for a second, but Lorenzo Carter is the guy. uh, Coming out of Georgia, I thought he would be better. He hasn't really developed like I thought he would. He was a third-round pick. Some predicted him as a first-round pick, but I like what the Giants are doing as well. I think they're going to be maybe the best team in the division, but they need a few things just to make them go all the way. I think it's easily fixable what their problems are.
1: Yeah, and they they need health on their side this season too. Uh, Yeah. Sterling Shepard couldn't stay healthy Kenny Galladay couldn't stay healthy for Detroit last year. And uh, uh, Saquon Barkley uh, couldn't stay healthy either.
0: I'm also really interested in what they do at offensive line. So uh, the four pick last year, they drafted Andrew Thomas. Nate Soldier opted out last year because of COVID, but he's back this year. Are they going to move Andrew Thomas to right tackle or Nate Solder to right tackle? I think he's like the fourth highest paid left tackle in football. So I'm not sure what the solution is there for them. That's a
1: good question. And they also lost uh, Zeitler. Um, yeah, they have issues. Baltimore. So,
0: yeah. Okay, so San Fran is up next because they were originally the 12th pick. That has now gone from Miami to Philadelphia. I gave you my San Fran team needs, quarterback, cornerback, and safety. Well, do you disagree with me here? I think no, you're going to agree.
1: I don't disagree with you on that um, at all, especially for the first round. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback with your boy Jimmy G he needs to go.
0: So I agree. Here is the worst. <laughs> You've always been jealous of Jimmy's handsomeness. That's all it is. You're just jealous. He's so overrated. That jawline is underrated. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. So picking at 13, Los Angeles Chargers with the best quarterback in California. What do you have as the Chargers team needs, Web O-line.
1: O line is huge. <laughs> um uh
0: corner as well, corner, uh
1: big big need, and uh wouldn't mind them getting uh
0: uh someone on the edge to compliment Joey Bosa. So we have the exact same. I have offensive tackle, A guy to replace wow. Trey Turner? No, nope, Melvin Melvin Borden, Melvin Ingram, sorry.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought you were saying offensive yeah. line.
0: Sorry. No, the, a guy to replace a cross-drawn Bosa, Melvin Ingram, and cornerback because I like Chris Harris Jr., but besides that, I do not like their corner situation. Yep, yeah, agree. Okay, at 14, Minnesota is up. Uh, Mike Zimmer only drafts cornerbacks and defensive backs in the first round. So that's <laughs> what they're going to do: it's going to be a safety or a cornerback. That's a guarantee.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. I have cornerback as one of their needs, even though they got the Patrick Peterson.
0: It doesn't matter what they have. They're taking the corner. I don't, it doesn't matter. They're just doing that. I have,
1: That's what they do. I have, yeah, I have, I have a cornerback as one of their needs. Um, wouldn't mind them getting an edge defender as well. Uh, and also shoring up the offensive line.
0: Yeah, their offensive line is kind of a mess. Their center situation is taken care of, by Rashad Hill, Brian O'Neill. Pretty underwhelming. Yeah,
1: they lost Riley Reif. Or they got rid of him, I should say.
0: Yeah, they cut him. And he wasn't making that much, which is pretty insane. Okay, the evil team is up next. The New England Patriots (laughs) picking up 15. Uh, The things I have they need are a soul, a conscience, and an ethics director. (laughs) What do you have there, Webb?
1: I have one need for the Pats in the first round, and that's receiver. And that's only because... It's not that the Patriots don't have any other holes because they could always get a quarterback, but um, so a receiver heavy draft in the first round should be very receiver heavy. I think they should take a receiver here.
0: So I am almost positive. The Patriots are taking a quarterback here. I'm fine with that. I think their biggest needs are quarterback wide receiver and linebacker. I, I think there is a 0% chance that Cam Newton is the quarterback all season. They didn't make all these moves to have Cam Newton who can't throw 8 yards be the quarterback? <laughs> I am almost positive they're getting Justin Fields. I don't know how they do it, and I ain't going to be furious if it happens. But I just think they're going to find a way to get that done. Yeah, that's
1: interesting. Um yeah, I'm I'm okay with them selecting a quarterback as long as they don't force it. Like I've been saying the last couple of uh, weeks, I don't think I think GMs are stuck in this paradigm of of taking quarterbacks. Um, in the first round, don't force it. If your guy is there and you're high on him, take it, but don't just take a quarterback for the sake of taking a quarterback.
0: Yeah. Good call. Okay. Arizona is up next at 16. I have at cornerback running back and tight end. Really? Yes.
1: Actually, I could see the running back piece. I think what's, what shied me away from the running back piece was, uh, it being the first round. But yeah. I agree with you on running back. I actually have, uh, uh, Offensive line guard. And um, so I'm reading my notes. Uh, Defensive interior.
0: They're not bad choices. They need help everywhere. I I think that I would not be surprised if their first round pick is a running back, by the way. Yeah. This offense is built how it is. They think Kyler Murray is ready to go to the Super Bowl. And Chase Edmonds is not a Super Bowl running back. If Najee Harris is there from Alabama, I think he's going to be the pick.
1: Chase Edmonds is barely a preseason running back.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, they're going to need someone. I just wasn't sure if they're going to take someone in the first round, but what you're saying makes sense. I can definitely see it happening.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think taking a running back in round one is almost always stupid, and I still think it happens here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, 17. Las Vegas is up. I have their needs as offensive guard, linebacker, and safety but I am pretty sure they're going to go defensive player in the first round.
1: I have their needs as a
0: uh, guard, tackle, corner. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, they need help. They do need some tackle help. I'm not sure. John Gruden is so weird in how they draft. I can never <laughs> predict what they're going to do. It's yeah. so weird with them. Yeah. Okay, one of my favorite teams in the off season this year is Miami. What do you have for them as their needs, Webb?
1: Uh, tackle linebacker.
0: So That's I it. agree I have running back, yeah. uh tackle yeah. and defensive end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Miami. I really want Tua to be good, man. I really do. I really like Tua still.
1: You know what's funny? Like he was what number five overall next year and I honestly think he's on such a short leash this season. Like he has to be he's gotta be good. Or I think they're moving on from him. And I haven't really uh I haven't really seen that or felt that with a, a number like a top five pick
0: yeah josh Rosen went 10th he was gone after yeah. a year Brian haskins was 14th i think gone after a year but i think to it is on a short leash but with them getting will fuller on the one-year deal i think they know they have to let him air it out a little bit more so if he can't do that they'll get rid of him but if he's successful i think they're going to keep him but we'll see yeah we'll see okay washington is up next this one was really interesting to me. I want I'm really interested in what you said for Washington.
1: So I think they have a number of needs, but I have their needs as quarterback, tight end, safety, and I wouldn't even mind them uh, improving the offensive line, so I'll tackle.
0: So, I went quarterback as well, offensive tackle, wide receiver, and safety. Okay. Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin are very good. I just I think they need a third guy. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is quite possibly my favorite quarterback in the league right now. I love Ryan Fitzpatrick (laughs) way too much. And there is no chance you're building around him. No chance. Yeah.
1: He knows what's what.
0: He's going to end up as one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league because he just keeps getting $10 million people forever. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. Okay. What do you have for Chicago picking number 20 in the draft?
1: Every position on offense except tight end
0: and Literally. they need tight ends
1: as well <laughs> yeah well they signed like four last year so i yeah, figured they were, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i have so quarterback receiver running back you
0: know what guard um yeah uh, i went quarterback offensive tackle wide receiver okay. andy dalton is not the answer and they keep saying that he is which makes me think they're planning on trading up and sniffing him in the back. That's not nice. I think it's... I mean, they're really coming out and saying like, oh yeah, Andy Dalton's the guy. Andy Dalton's the guy. They're saying it too much. <laughs> <laughs> the lady doth protest too much, I think is the quote. <laughs> okay, my team, the Indianapolis Colts, are picking at number 21. A pick that I know they are never taking because they are going to trade out of the first round like they always do. They do always do that. Yeah. Uh, this team has some clear needs. I think offensive tackle and defensive end are the two main ones. And that will be their two first picks, almost guaranteed.
1: I had the same thing. I'll add receiver to that as well. You're a huge T.Y. Hilton fan and you love uh, Zach Pascal. Uh, I think he could improve.
0: So Michael Pittman is going to be really good. T.Y. Hilton is good for what he is. Zach Pascal is an excellent number four receiver but he's not a like a good receiver do you know what i mean like he is yeah. excellent at what he does but he's not a guy you want to rely on i
1: don't think i've ever heard someone say excellent number four receiver in my life good job
0: i am very optimistic <laughs> <laughs> no like it's you know what guys are and yeah, yeah. If, pa- if pascal was your number one or two option you're gonna be in trouble but if he's like the guy when someone gets hurt for a game he is really good at that. He has sure hands. He's a good player. He's just not a difference maker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. reliable. The Tennessee Titans are up at number 22. Tennessee got rid of all of their cornerbacks. So I have cornerback as a big need for them. Offensive tackle because their right tackle, who was a first round pick last year is now out of football for some reason and tight end. Cause they lost John U. Smith.
1: Yeah, i would be exact same thing as you. Tight end, corner. Tackle, offensive tackle.
0: Okay, I am really interested in what happened in Tennessee for the right tackle position. Cause I still have no idea what happened, and I am so curious about this situation. Yes. It's so weird. But maybe we'll get the answer one day. Let's see.
1: Yeah, I imagine we will. Yeah.
0: Okay, the twenty-three pick originally belonged to Seattle. They traded to the New York Jets for Jamal Adams, sorry. And their actual first pick is coming at number fifty-six in this draft. So what do you have at Seattle's biggest needs?
1: Uh, so it would be for me, um, offensive tackle,
0: uh, corner, and probably edge. I have the exact same three as you. Tackle, corner, and defensive end. Exactly the same. Nice. Yeah. Seattle, they are so unpredictable what they do. I have no idea where they're going to go. Like Their first round pick two years ago was the backup running back. They're probably taking running back again. That's what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, they're going to screw it up, whatever they do.
0: <laughs> oh, Russell Wilson's going to be furious. I love it. <laughs> okay, Pittsburgh is picking at number 24. Pittsburgh, for a team that was 11-0, and 0 has some very serious needs. Yeah. What do you have for them, Webb?
1: Uh, offensive line help. You have one of the most brittle quarterbacks in the league. Protect him. Um, what else do I have here? Running back. Uh, receiver, I think they could improve on as well. Juju's only there for what, another year? Signed a um, one year deal, yes. Let's see what else do I have
0: here? Uh, corner. So we agree mostly. I have cornerback, running back, and offensive tackle. Have, I'm gonna give you five dollars if you can name Pittsburgh Steelers starting left tackle right now. And I have before no you idea who say anything, is. you and him have a lot in common.
1: I have no idea who this person is.
0: His name is Rashad Coward.
1: Oh. <laughs> You're the worst person in the world.
0: Tough, but fair. (laughs) Yeah, they need some help. I'm not sure why they haven't signed their left tackle yet. He wants too much money or what situation is there, but their offensive line is terrible. They have DeCastro, and then everybody else is someone I've never heard of. (laughs) It's not good. Big Ben should should have left. He should have left. He made a mistake.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Your LA Rams had this pick originally, but they traded it to Jacksonville for Jalen Ramsey. Their first pick is 57 in this year's draft, and I have their needs at offensive tackle, tight end, and wide receiver.
1: Um, I have it as center. I would say receiver paid way too much money to the tight ends, but yeah, we need a tight end. Uh, safety, every damn every every damn position, pretty <laughs> much.
0: <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to see what happens. The Rams are really interesting because they have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on defense and they fix so many holes because they're the two best guys in the league. Yeah. But besides that, they have a lot of people that are just very average players. Yep. The Cleveland Browns are picking 26. What are their issues? Surprisingly, not many. I agree. Uh, I, I think
1: the only areas of concern that I, I really see linebacker and and maybe corner.
0: So... I, I know Cleveland was looking for some pass rush this year. They were in on the JJ Watt sign and they were interested there. So I have it being defensive end. I thought, uh, sorry, defensive end and cornerback as well because greedy cannot stay healthy. So they gave Troy Hill a little money, but I think they could do a little better there. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's, let's face it, greedy is only relevant because his name is greedy. Or his nickname is Greedy, I should say.
0: It's possible. Yeah, Cleveland is one of the most complete teams in football. I was really surprised. Like, their offensive line is really good. Yeah. Yeah. i i, I For some reason, I, I wrote down uh, guard as a need, but I was like, their right, right guard is one of the best guards in football. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just stupid here. Yeah. Their team is excellent. Okay, we're going to stay in the division for pick 27. Baltimore is up next. And I'm going to assume you don't think they need a new quarterback yet.
1: No, no. No, I have their needs as uh on the offensive line. So center, possibly tackle if uh if Orlando Brown still wants out.
0: Um uh, safety, um and and running back. So I have it being receiver because I do not believe in Sammy Watkins at all. Okay. And then defensive end, they don't really have one anymore.
1: That's true. They lost uh Judon.
0: Yeah, to New England. Yeah. So Baltimore is one of the best teams at manufacturing pass rush. So I'm not sure they're going to take him early, but it's a need. And then tackle for the same reason as you, Orlando Brown. Apparently he wants to get traded. That could be a, di- a draft day trade where early second round pick goes to Baltimore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh The new Orleans saints picking 28. I'm going to surprise you here. Web, they need a quarterback. Oh, <gasps> They're paying two of them, and uh, yeah, they have some real issues there, Webb.
1: Gasp. I have quarterback as one of their needs as well.
0: Do you think Taysom Hill is worth $140 million? No. Not at all. Yeah, it's got some issues. I have yeah. their needs at cornerback, quarterback, and wide receiver behind Michael Thomas.
1: I have the needs as quarterback, tight end, and cornerback. Um, but receiver is a good one, too, because it's the Michael Thomas show and that's it. Can you
0: name their number three receiver?
1: Uh, No, he's he's the guy that's going to piss me off during fantasy football. <laughs> but no, I can't.
0: So his name is Marquez Callaway, and his backup's name is Lil Jordan Humphrey. OK, yeah. Uh, yeah, they need help. And the way they could solve some of their problems is moving Taysom Hill to tight end. They would fix yeah. them with their holes and not giving them one hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah, even make him receiver. Do whatever the hell you need to do. Or running back, like you anything know. but quarterback would be good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the Green Bay Packers need a new general manager, a new coach, <laughs> and trading Jordan Love. <laughs> I'm never letting this go. I'm gonna hate them forever. No, I'm really I'm not gonna, gonna, hate gonna let them that forever. go. Uh, their actual needs, but those are real needs too. But they need a wide receiver still. Uh, they need a center to replace the one they lost to the Chargers, and they need defensive line help.
1: So I have it as uh, receiver. I wouldn't mind them getting a corner. Um, I know they have uh, Jair Alexander, Kevin King. I, I I think they could use another corner there. Um, linebacker, linebacker, sorry. And uh, center as well.
0: Yeah. They, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers fixes so many things, but yeah. they need help quite a few places. They really do. I agree. Okay, Buffalo. I think this might be the most complete team of football. So it was hard for me to find some holes. What did you have there, Webb?
1: Uh, they need someone on the edge. So They need some pass
0: rushing, I think. So that was the one thing I had as well. As well as running back. I said uh, defensive end help, a running back. And maybe another corner, just for some depth, but not a huge need. Yeah,
1: corner is actually a good one. I like that too.
0: I think they might be in the running for a first round running back as well. I think that, that I think that might happen this year.
1: Yeah, I could see that as well. Buffalo, okay. I think the expectations are going to be sky high.
0: They really are. They could not be higher. With how Kansas City looks in the title in the Super Bowl, people are going to want Buffalo to be the next team coming up.
1: Oh, uh, Coop. Yes. Totally not related to football, but Gary Trent. Sorry. OG Ananobi, I think, just uh kind of suplexed De- Dennis Schroeder. So
0: good on the Raptors <laughs> right. there. Classy team as always. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh the Kansas City Chiefs. We all watch Super Bowl. They need an offensive tackle and they need cornerbacks really badly.
1: Yeah. I agree with you. Uh tackle, cornerback. I'm good with them getting someone on the edge. And uh, a linebacker, a lot of holes
0: for the team that made the Super Bowl. They do have a lot of holes. I was surprised with how many needs that team has. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down on this team. I think I'm gonna.
1: I think before I said I see them not making the playoffs. I, I think this team's a wild card team. Already
0: backpedaling on an earlier prediction. Good for you, Webb. Starting <laughs> off early this year. Good for you.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I made that pick too early. Um, I still have to see what they do in the draft, but pre-draft. I'm saying they're a wild card team. Okay.
0: And Tampa Bay is the 32nd pick in this draft. They are returning 22 of 22 starters, which I think is unheard of in the Super Bowl era. Yep. Not a lot of needs in this team. Not a lot of needs here.
1: And in a pandemic, really. the, The salary cap was reduced.
0: Jason Light did an absolutely amazing job building this team. Yes. And pushing these contracts forward so they could sign everyone back for like 35 million dollars on this year's cap. It was a masterful job. They're going to be screwed in like 3 years when the bill comes, but until then they are in Super Bowl mode now for the next 2 seasons which I really respect.
1: Yeah. And I think actually I would say this is the most uh, complete team in football, begrudgingly. But
0: I agree. Yeah. Um I, didn't find I think it's them, holes. Buffalo, and Cleveland. I think those are the three for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can see that. I would I would say the areas for Tampa that I could see them addressing receiver and tight end only because um, Rob Gronkowski is coming back on these one-year deals. Uh, and Godwin, they franchise him, no? Or did they sign him to a long-term deal? Franchise. Franchise, yeah. So they don't know what the hell is going to happen. Mike Evans can't stay healthy. If I were them... I look at one of these area, areas, can you imagine if uh, Tampa got a, a like a, an amazing uh, red zone target as a tight end? Um, it'd be crazy. I'd
0: be furious, yes. I like Tampa, I like Bruce Arians, my favorite coach in football, so I'm cool with Tampa being good for a little while. But I agree with you, I think the receiver is something they could address, uh, Antonio Brown has not re-signed with him yet, so that's an issue. Apparently he wants a lot of money. Yeah, good luck, buddy, good luck. Yeah. I thought maybe some depth on the offensive line at a guard, but okay. it's not a huge need. And then I said uh, safety, but again, not a huge need either.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This team was really good. It's really well built. I think they're the primitive favorite for next year's Super Bowl because they're a really well built team.
1: Yeah. I, I, the only thing I could see knocking them out is either injuries or Brady just falls off a cliff like completely.
0: I think it depends when the devil comes to collect right for Brady. So if he has a few more years, he will be good for a while, but that bill's coming due soon for sure. Yeah. (laughs) You know what the worst thing is? I follow him on Twitter. Who? And he's actually Tom Brady.
1: You follow Tom Brady on Twitter. Why?
0: So, uh, you know how sometimes you watch things you hate just to hate them more?
1: Yeah, like I, I, guess, I, would, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. watch
0: Skip Bayless things because I hated him so much. Do you know what I mean?
1: Skip, we love you. We want you to come on the show.
0: Hate his guts. Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady is a really good tweeter and it infuriates me that he's good at this. I know it's him. not him doing it. It's someone he pays, but it, there, it's really good content and it's infuriating. I feel like
1: you would tell Tom Brady the worst thing. And he'll just smile at you and shake your hand or something.
0: Yeah, I think if so, remember in Entourage when Turtle was like, I'm going to tell Tom Brady he sucks. And then he backed out. Yeah, I would definitely tell him he sucks to his face, but he is really likable online and it's infuriate. I really hate him. I almost hate him more for being likable on Twitter because I know in his heart he's evil.
1: You would tell him that he sucks and then you guys would be hanging out at the end of the night.
0: Yeah, in a jail cell.
1: we're having too much fun maybe
0: yeah whatever sure (laughs) okay uh this was a really fun show so web and i have a lot of mock draft planned for you guys coming up next week we are both gonna do what we would do mock draft and what we think the teams will do mock draft. because nfl teams are not as smart as us so they will clearly make mistakes that we would not make
1: oh there's gonna be some mistakes i can't wait (laughs) I can't wait.
0: We have a really fun interview coming on Thursday that I think the listeners are really going to enjoy. So I'm looking forward to that. Me too. And some gigantic news coming that we cannot talk about yet, but it's coming in the very near future that I'm really, really excited about as well. Some big things are happening for this show, Webb.
1: My lips are sealed. Not saying a word.
0: (laughs) Gigantic things are happening and I'm really excited for them. One thousand percent. Coop is not lying about that. No, I almost never lie, except for me saying Webb is good at his job and respectable human being. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everyone, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcast. We really appreciate it. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Rookie Phenoms. Webb was tweeting about uh, the Champions Can't League today. It. Sorry, I knew what it was. <laughs> I had some. T- I knew what it was.
1: <laughs> Coop had a seniors moment. That's all it was.
0: For being young, I am really old. It's pretty insane. Yeah. yeah. I hate you. I, I was tweeting about the college basketball games, which surprised me. Also, by the way, we should give a shout out to Stanford, who won the women's national championship in a tournament that was way more fun than the men's tournament, by the way. They-, they were crazy games the whole time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree with that um that game was on what sunday night yes yeah
0: it was electric aria mcdonald on arizona uh cameron brink on stanford amazing players that i am looking forward to watching for the next few years
1: 100 percent. and uh kobe's daughter uh natalia um is going to be going to usc next year i don't think she's gonna be playing basketball but i thought i should throw that out there
0: very interesting good for her okay so Everyone, look forward to our shows coming up very soon. Uh, I cannot wait because they're going to be really fun. So thank you, Evan, for listening. Have a great night.
1: We out. Mantra's Harold just got ejected for no reason. Referees suck.